0: This is Dad Reads the Word podcast, a journey through the scripture with the hope that it encourages you to listen and believe. This is John chapter 19. So Pilate then took Jesus and flogged him. The soldiers twisted thorns into a crown and put it on his head and dressed him in a purple garment. They kept saying, Hail, King of the Jews! And they kept slapping him. Then Pilate went out again and said to them, Behold, I bring him out to you that you may know that I find no basis for a charge against him. Jesus therefore came out, wearing the crown of thorns and the purple garment. Pilate said to them, Behold the man! When therefore the chief priests and the officers saw him, they shouted, saying, Crucify! Crucify! Pilate said to them, Take him yourselves and crucify him, for I find no basis for a charge against him. The Jews answered him, We have a law, and by our law he ought to die, because he made himself the Son of God. When therefore Pilate heard this saying, he was more afraid. He entered into the praetorium again and said to Jesus, Where are you from? But Jesus gave him no answer. Pilate therefore said to him, Aren't you speaking to me? Don't you know that I have the power to release you and have the power to crucify you? Jesus answered, You would have no power at all against me unless it were given to you from above. Therefore, he who delivered me to you has greater sin. At this, Pilate was seeking to release him. But the Jews cried out, saying, If you release this man, you aren't Caesar's friend. Everyone who makes himself a king speaks against Caesar. When Pilate therefore heard these words, he brought Jesus out and sat down on the judgment seat at a place called the pavement, but in Hebrew Gabbatha. Now it was the preparation day of the Passover, about the sixth hour. He said to the Jews, Behold your king. They cried out, Away with him, away with him, crucify him. Pilate said to them, Shall I crucify your king? The chief priests answered. We have no king but Caesar. So then he delivered him to them to be crucified. So they took Jesus and led him away. He went out, bearing his cross to the place called the place of the skull, which is called in Hebrew Golgotha, where they crucified him and with him two others on either side one and Jesus in the middle. Pilate wrote a title also and put it on the cross. There was written, Jesus of Nazareth, the King of the Jews, therefore, many of the Jews read this title for the place where Jesus was crucified was near the city, and it was written in Hebrew, in Latin, and in Greek. The chief priest, therefore said to Pilate, "Don't write the King of the Jews, but he said, "I am King of the Jews." Pilate answered, "What I have written, I have written." Then the soldiers, when they had crucified Jesus, took his garments and made four parts, to every soldier a part, and also the tunic. Now the tunic was without a seam, woven from the top throughout. Then they said to one another, Let's not tear it, but cast lots for it to decide whose it will be, that the scripture might be fulfilled which says, They parted my garments among them. They cast lots for my clothing. Therefore the soldiers did these things. But standing by Jesus' cross were his mother, his mother's sister, Mary, the wife of Clopas, and Mary Magdalene. Therefore, when Jesus saw his mother and the disciple whom he loved standing there, he said to his mother, Woman, behold your son. Then he said to the disciple, Behold your mother. From that hour, the disciple took her into his own home. After this, Jesus, seeing that all things were now finished, that the scripture might be fulfilled, said, I am thirsty. Now a vessel full of vinegar was set there. So they put a sponge full of the vinegar on hyssop and held it at his mouth. When Jesus, therefore, had received the vinegar, he said, It is finished. Then he bowed his head and gave up his spirit. Therefore the Jews, because it was the preparation day, so that the bodies wouldn't remain on the cross on the Sabbath, for that Sabbath was a special one. Ask of Pilate that their legs might be broken, that they might be taken away. Therefore the soldiers came and broke the legs of the first and the other who was crucified with them. But when they came to Jesus and saw that he was already dead, they didn't break his legs. However, one of the soldiers pierced his side with a spear, and immediately blood and water came out. He who has seen has testified, and his testimony is true. He knows that he tells the truth, that you might believe. For these things happen that the scripture might be fulfilled. A bone of him will not be broken. Again, another scripture says, They will look on him whom they pierced. After these things, Joseph of Arimathea, being a disciple of Jesus, but secretly for fear of the Jews, asked of Pilate that he might take away Jesus' body. Pilate gave him permission He came, therefore, and took away his body. Nicodemus, who at first came to Jesus by night, also came bringing a mixture of myrrh and aloes, about a hundred Roman pounds. So they took Jesus' body and bound it in linen cloths with the spices, as the custom of the Jews is to bury. Now in the place where he was crucified, there was a garden. And in the garden there was a new tomb in which no man had ever been laid. Then because of the Jews' preparation day, for the tomb was near at hand, They laid Jesus there. Thanks for the word of God. This passage of Scripture may be one of the most difficult passages to read, and certainly, as I'm reading it aloud, I'm filled with emotion and sadness to think the punishment that Christ faced, being flogged, punched, Forced to have crowns pushed on your head, crown of thorns pushed on your head. To be mocked. To be lied about. To be forced to carry a heavy cross through the town, up a hill. To be mounted up on a pole on a cross and nailed to it. Horrible way to die. But as sad as this passage is, as it's horrible as it is, it's also full of hope because if Christ didn't die, he couldn't be resurrected. And if he didn't die and he wasn't resurrected, there would be no hope. I encourage you to continue on this journey and listen to the end of this chapter to hear more about the hope that we have in Christ. Thank you for being on this journey with me. This is Dad Reads the Word podcast, a journey through the scripture with the hope that it encourages you to listen and believe.